0: The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Russell Cox. I am editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication, and I am joined today again by our two field service managers, Jeff Shacker and Charlie Berna. We were in part one of the the podcast we're doing right now we were talking about councils conducting meetings effectively and we were going through some of the material in the municipal associations handbook how to conduct effective meetings which is on the associations website www.masc.se and if you have not listened to that first part of this podcast I encourage you to do so we got into a lot of good stuff in that but we did not get to one of the things we wanted to talk about, which was executive session. And, oh, I haven't said this yet. Jeff, Charlie, how are you today?
2: Doing great. Glad to be with you.
1: Hi, hey, Russell. It's good to be with you. I I just got on a roll, and I, like, people don't need to hear hear from just me on these things. Executive session, which we're talking about this time, is – the name given to the portion of a city or town council meeting that is closed to the public. And there are questions that come up whenever executive session happens and we want to talk through some of those. So, so Jeff, let me, let me ask you, uh, what are the common questions you see that you get as a field services manager about executive session?
2: Well hey Russell, we, we uh as you could expect you might expect, we get a good many questions from cities about executive sessions, and um so that that's fairly common. I guess a good starting point is to just reiterate what we talked about in the last podcast, and that is that executive sessions are one of the five types of meetings that are explicitly authorized in the South Carolina Freedom of Information Act. They're held as part of a regular or special meeting. So, you know, Mm council prepares an agenda. They provide 24 hours notice in advance of that regular or special meeting. Typically, the executive session is listed on the agenda. There can be some exceptions to that. For example, you know, there may be an item that's listed on the agenda that could qualify for some discussion prior to action in executive session. And in those mm-hmm. cases, council could convene an executive session to have those discussions if it's explicitly, you know, an eligible topic under, under FOIA. But, you know, nine times out of ten, and ideally, the executive session would be listed on the agenda. Uh, to go into executive session, council must make a motion and vote in open session of that regular or special meeting to enter executive session, part of the motion to go into executive session is an announcement, a formal announcement by the presiding officer of the purpose of the executive session and a citation of the authorizing section of the Freedom of Information Act for the discussion of that topic in executive session. And that that recitation should be literally a recitation. I mean, it should be the language in that subsection of, FOIA authorizing the discussion of that topic in executive session. So the presiding officer would announce the purpose of the executive session. They would reference the section of state law authorizing the session. Uh, and then there, there'd be a motion to vote a council, a second, any discussion, and, and then vote a council and you'd, you'd enter executive session. There's seven matters, generally speaking, that councils may discuss in executive session. And those are authorized in five subsections of the Freedom of Information Act. And like we talked about in the last podcast, the Freedom of Information Act is Title 30. Those are the statutes related to, um, you know, public records and those items of information or records which are shielded from public access. Uh, and then Chapter Chapter 4, which is the Freedom of Information Act. Now, the sections that authorize Executive sessions are found in 30-4-70a, subsection 1, 2, 3, 4, and five. So subsection one are personnel matters, and councils may go into executive session to discuss personnel matters. Now those matters, uh, it, it can't be, for instance, the employee handbook of the city or, or city or the paid num- number of paid vacation days that the city provides an employee. Uh, during a year or the holidays that you observe that are paid. What we're talking about here is the hiring the discipline the, the promotion the removal of, a, of an employee their compensation discussion of their compensation I mean those are, are the, the things related to personnel that may be discussed in the executive section and again that's in 30-4 70 a 1 now in subsection 2 a city may discuss contractual matters um, the receipt of legal advice matters that are protected under attorney client privilege would qualify if there's a threatened or pending legal claim against the city that could be discussed in executive session additionally under that section you can talk about the purchase or sale of real estate so with a contractual matter you know we're talking about a contract that has not yet been approved by council because once that contract is approved That contract is in the public domain. It's a public record. Any member of the public or a member of the media can request a copy of that contract. So what we're talking about here are are proposed, you know, uh, contracts that haven't been executed yet. And then I mentioned, you know, the the legal, you know, topics that can be discussed. Uh, Just because you have your city attorney back with you in executive session doesn't mean that the topic you're discussing necessarily qualifies for executive session. Again, it's going to have to be receiving legal advice from them related to, you know, a lawsuit, you know, some threatened claim against the city, uh, discussion of a settlement that hasn't been approved yet. You know, that would be another one where you would receive legal advice from an attorney, and you could do that in executive session. Those are the type of legal matters where the General Assembly provided for in the statute to be talked about behind closed doors. And then, you know, like I mentioned, real estate, this would be – Purchasing real estate, which obviously council would have to come back into open session and vote to authorize. The sale mm-hmm. of, of real estate that you can talk about behind closed doors, council would need to authorize that in open session later. Of course, you'd have to use an ordinance for that, though. Anytime you sell an asset owned by the public, uh, the real property, um, it has to be authorized with an ordinance. Now, the third and fourth subsections in the statute, subsection three and subsection four, are seldom invoked. I mean, this is dealing with security matters like security devices and criminal investigations. And so it's just not very common that you see a counsel go back in executive session, thankfully, to, uh, to discuss those topics. Usually it's going to be personnel matters under subsection one or contractual legal or real estate in subsection two. The fifth subsection, and this would be the seventh matter that you could talk about in an executive session, are the incentivization of industrial or business development. And uh, you, mm-hmm. you see this really most commonly with counties, but it's not, it's not uncommon with cities. And so here it's, it's when council needs to go back uh, into executive session and discuss uh, incentives or um, investments that are necessary by the city to um, bring that economic development prospect. Our proposed development to fruition, and usually that's incentives. But I mean, sometimes it can actually be public improvements that are necessary to make that happen. So that would be another matter that council could go into executive session to discuss. Uh, but with all seven of those, though, council may take no action on them in executive session. It's purely for discussion. You then return to open session, and if the matter is referenced on the agenda, then council would be capable of taking action on it following the executive session.
1: Okay. And we're talking about executive session in the context of conducting meeting effective, conducting meetings effectively. And so an important part of that in terms of executive session is to make sure that the executive session is handled appropriately. And so to talk about that, Charlie, I know that in putting this material together, we wanted to talk about some court cases in South Carolina that have clarified some of these matters, so could you could you talk about that side of it?
0: Sure, over the last few years, there have been a number of court cases um, that that we want to ensure that our municipalities cities and towns are are aware of and knowledgeable about uh, first in two thousand and fifteen, the South Carolina Supreme Court case, uh, Donahue versus the city of North Augusta. Uh, The court ruled that announcing that a proposed contractual matter, so simply saying that uh, we're going into executive session to discuss a contractual matter, was insufficient for the uh, requiring the specific purpose, the the identification of the specific purpose. The Freedom of Information Act uh, specifically uh, says in the law that a specific purpose uh, must be identified uh, for the executive session uh, and that is defined as a description of the matter to be discussed so our uh, municipal councils should be reminded that that they need to in addition to uh, stating contractual matters that a, a purpose is is identified um, further we remind our our, our members that, that that they should not take any type of a Uh, Informal polling uh, in executive session, uh, votes and and polling should not take place. The only action uh, that can take place uh, is following an executive session uh, once uh, you have adjourned the executive session and returned to the public open uh, meeting. Additionally, there's a a second court case that that we wanted to point out, and that's uh, Brock versus the, the town of Mount Pleasant. Specifically there, a municipality is, is not required to list uh, with specificity the actions it plans to take following executive session, um, but it requires that the town do uh, give notice uh, that some action may be taken following executive session. So The association recommends on your agenda following an executive session uh, on the agenda that you add a statement. Something along the lines of, upon returning to open session, uh, the council may take action on matters discussed uh, in executive session. So, as a result of the Brock uh, case, uh, we we encourage or we uh, recommend that you add that statement uh, to uh, to your agenda. So, as we've gone through, Jeff and I've covered the executive session can be complex. And so we recommend our uh, municipal leaders to discuss uh, specific questions uh, regarding executive sessions uh, with their uh, municipal attorney.
1: Well, that, that covers everything. That covers everything I know if we had to go over on matters of executive session. Any, any final thoughts on, on this topic from, from either of you?
2: Well, there there are the two subsections in FOIA or the two matters that can be discussed where, you know, the city doesn't have to disclose on the agenda or in the motion to go into executive session the specifics of. And so in the case – and that one of those is personnel matters. So, I mean, you, you don't have to list the employee by title or name that you're going back into executive session to discuss. And in fact, that really would be unwise to do that. At the association, though, we do recommend that you would reference the department they're in or the division that they're in. And there needs to be something more on the agenda than just personnel matter. So if it's a matter, let's say, related to the police chief, you you could simply say executive session, personnel matters, uh, police department. Another one of those areas that can be broadly listed on the agenda would be uh, you know, an economic development matter where you're incentivizing or making investments to facilitate an economic development project. And so, um, you know, you would you would take a sort of generalized approach to listing that on the agenda. All those other matters, you know, legal matters, contractual matters, you're going to need to list something more specific on the agenda, like Charlie had mentioned. And so, I mean, the, 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 the name of the proposed contract, the matter – uh, with, uh, that, with legal issues that you're discussing in executive session, you would want to list that on the agenda. And I would keep in mind that, that one reason it's important to do that is not only to comply with the Supreme Court rulings that have been handed down in recent years, but the other thing is that in your minutes, the Freedom Information Act says that those minutes are to record the substance of all matters discussed by counsel and acted on by counsel and while you don't keep minutes of your executive sessions it's not required and we recommend against it so don't don't do that you may return to executives from executive session to open session and want to take action on the items that were discussed in executive session well you know sometimes the council and I've gotten questions about this will want to basically motion and vote to approve what council discussed in executive session because you know to to talk specifically about the action they're taking would basically undermine the, the entire purpose of the executive session because you, you went back there to talk about something that, that needed to be discussed uh, in closed session, you know, in the interest of the public. So um, the more specific you have the, the topic listed on the agenda, the more latitude that you have to then act on it in a generalized fashion following the executive session, if that kind of makes any sense. And that really is a matter that you need to discuss with your city attorney and get legal advice on. But I've gotten that question a number of times, and uh, that is one of the um, uh, nuances of executive sessions and then complying with the requirement for you know, um, recording the substance of actions taken in minutes to, to keep in mind.
1: Okay. Charlie, anything, any, anything further?
0: No, I think these have been uh, two uh, great sessions, Russell, on conducting effective meetings.
1: You guys are the knowledgeable ones about all of this, certainly. Jeff, Charlie, thank you both for joining us for these.
2: Our pleasure, Russell. Thank you, Russell.
1: The City
0: Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the Association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.